Welcome to Realign With Your Purpose. My name is Josie Smith. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a strong and sassy Enneagram 8, and a single mom of teens. And I'm here to show you that building the dream life is possible for anyone who's willing to put in the work and invest in themselves. My true purpose here is to help you reconnect with yourself so you can realign with your purpose and reignite your dreams. I'm here to share the real, the fun, the hard, the beautiful, and the challenging parts of life as an entrepreneur, building businesses, and diving headfirst into the mindset work necessary to make all of this a reality, and doing it all as a badass single mom. You'll also get inspiring and motivating conversations and interviews with some super kick-ass women who are living out their purpose and whose experience and expertise can help you in all the different areas of your life. And who knows, maybe I'll talk to the occasional dude too. As a side note, I want to let you know, you're going to hear some language in some of these episodes, both from me and from my guests. So, If you have small kids around and you're bothered by spicy language or mature content, go ahead and grab your headphones before we get started, because we're digging into all of it, and we're not holding back. Are you ready? Let's do it. About a year ago, I found myself in this place where I was feeling just completely disconnected from myself, from my work, from other people. I just felt disconnected. And it wasn't something that had happened overnight. These things usually don't happen overnight. It was one of those things where it just happened very gradually, like day after day over the course of a handful of years until one day I just couldn't ignore it anymore. It wasn't like one day I just noticed it. It was more like one day I couldn't pretend not to notice it anymore. But here's the thing. I can look back on it now and I can articulate it as a feeling of being disconnected. But in the moment, like at the time, I wasn't even aware enough to be able to call it that or to see it as that. It had manifested itself in a lot of little ways that I didn't have the awareness around to be able to connect. But there were a few significant things that were the triggers that led me to recognize that I needed to pay attention, that I needed to make a change. The first was my weight. And this is where I put a lot of my focus for a really long time. I had gained more weight than I had even gained during either one of my pregnancies. Again, obviously, this didn't happen overnight. It was over the course of a handful of years that I had slowly put on this weight. But it wasn't for lack of trying to lose it because I was active. I rode my bike almost every day. I had even started running again, which was It was something I hadn't done since college. I was going to the gym, lifting weights, even working with a trainer. I implemented what felt like a million different kinds of workouts. I had even tried working with a dietitian on 
my nutrition. But I could never drop more than about five pounds or so before just plateauing. And I could never seem to really make any progress. And so ultimately, it was a couple of other significant things that I found myself dealing with that led me to approaching my situation differently. The first piece had actually started a few years earlier. I was suffering from debilitating migraines that had started permanently affecting my vision. I was starting to get permanent blind spots in both of my eyes. And on scans and in vision tests, it looked like I was developing glaucoma. So the doctors gave me a long list of things that they were going to have to start testing me for. Everything from glaucoma to MS to Lyme disease and finally to the possibility of a brain tumor. They ran blood tests and 100 different scans of my eyes. And the final test scheduled was an MRI of my brain. And I will never forget, it was around Christmas. It was early December when I was going through all this testing and dealing with the debilitating migraines and not knowing day to day if I was going to wake up and even still have my vision. And just trying to get to the root of all of it, while I was feeling so sick and in so much pain, and then mid-December, scheduling this MRI, which the doctor wanted to do after Christmas. And I remember sitting there on Christmas morning, watching my kids open presents and just hoping and wishing and praying that that wasn't going to be the last Christmas I would ever spend with them. Because I didn't have any answers. I didn't know what that final test was going to reveal. And nobody, nobody but me and my doctors knew what I was dealing with. Ultimately, the MRI came back clear, but that was the longest three weeks of my life. And then I still didn't have any answers, but at least it wasn't a brain tumor. So with nothing else left to do at that point, at least as far as the doctors let on, we just started treating the symptoms, treating the headaches and trying to reduce the damage to my eyes and my vision as much as possible. And then in the spring, I started breaking out in hives all over my body with no real explanation as to what was causing it. And as of early last summer, I had had them pretty consistently for close to a year. The doctors just kept giving me the same creams or lotions or prescriptions to take to try to clear it up, but nothing was really doing anything or making a difference. And honestly, it was a little bit scary to have no explanation at all about any of it. And then to have these hives that I wasn't able to clear up for for about a year straight. And there were other things going on too that I either at the time didn't even notice because I'd gotten so used to them or I didn't connect because they didn't really seem like they were related. They just seemed like separate issues. And on their own, they weren't really that big of a deal. But when you added it together, in hindsight, especially, it was really overwhelming. I felt like I was always tired. I'd get tired just driving in the middle of the day for no apparent reason. And sometimes I was legitimately afraid I'd fall asleep while I was driving. So I'd stop at a gas station or 
stop to grab a snack just to keep me awake. And I felt like I always had brain fog, like it was really hard to focus on things, on work, on conversations, on things I was supposed to remember. My allergies always seemed bad. I was always sneezing. I was always congested. And I was even I was even getting nosebleeds almost every single day. And my skin, like on my face, was really dry and inflamed. And it was red a lot of the time. I'd break out. And I always felt like I looked tired. And my cycle was super irregular, which means my hormones were totally out of whack. And then there were the migraines that I still seem to have all the time, multiple times a month. One migraine could last anywhere from eight hours to five days. And even though I was treating them the best I thought I could, they were still pretty debilitating. I would lose my vision. I'd be nauseous. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. And even with all the not eating, like some people will lose a bunch of weight when they can't eat, but not me. I could go days without eating because I was so sick and not lose anything. But like I said, I still kind of considered all these things completely separate things. And I just figured for a lot of it, it was just a part of life that everyone deals with sometimes. Even with the migraines and the breaking out in hives, honestly, most of the time it was the weight that I'd gained that bothered me the most. Because as women, we put a lot of value on our bodies. We put a lot of value on how we look. And it can be so hard looking in the mirror and feeling so discouraged with the person looking back at you to feel so disconnected from that person in the mirror, like not even knowing where that person came from. And not only that, but it's the weight that other people see. The migraines are invisible to the outside world, and even the hives could mostly be covered with, with clothes, but the weight, that's not something you can hide. And I tried to lose the weight, like I said, and I always ended up frustrated and feeling like I must be doing everything wrong. But aside from the weight, the migraines and the hives were legitimately kind of starting to get a little scary. And because of that, I finally set out to try and get to the bottom of it because my doctors just couldn't seem to figure it out. So I researched, I found podcasts, I went to different doctors, and I asked questions about the things I'd learned in my research. And finally, I talked to a doctor who got me closer to figuring it out. The first thing we did was allergy testing, and then I went on an elimination diet. And when you cut a whole shit ton of things from your diet, it's like you start at ground zero. You give yourself and your body a chance to reset. And when you eliminate things that are actually making you sick, you notice just how shitty you'd felt before. Because when you're living in it, you get used to it. And a lot of it, you almost don't even notice it anymore because it's just how you exist. You exist in constant discomfort to the point that it feels normal and you don't even really notice it anymore until it's gone. And once I had sort of gotten my body to ground zero, I started feeling more connected to it. I started noticing more how I felt when I ate certain things. And not only that, but in learning, really in learning how it felt to actually reconnect with my body, I even started noticing how I felt when I did certain things or when I was in certain places or around certain people. 
And I decided to commit to just tapping into my body, to recognizing what I was feeling when I ate certain things and when I did certain things and when I was around certain people, and to allow my body and how my body felt in those scenarios to allow that to dictate what I would eat and even where I would choose to spend my time and who I would allow myself to be around. I eliminated a list of foods that I had actual allergies to, and I started learning how to actually listen to what my body wanted or even what it craved. And I started listening to what my body wanted to do and how I wanted to move. I stopped all the intense exercising. I stopped the crazy restrictive diets. I stopped beating myself up over not being able to lose the weight. And I just started listening to my body and trusting my intuition. And the hives cleared up really quickly. I'd been living with them for a year or more and then suddenly... They were gone. And I started noticing that I had more energy. I was sleeping better. I wasn't feeling like I was going to fall asleep while I was driving in the middle of the day. The brain fog was gone. I could carry on a conversation without getting distracted. And even my allergies went away. The nosebleeds stopped and my skin cleared up and my hormones balanced out and my cycle became regular. My body had been existing in such a constant state of inflammation that it legitimately had become incapable of functioning at a healthy state. And all I had done to start to draw it out of that state of constant inflammation was that I started listening to it. I started trusting it to tell me what it wanted and what it needed. I was able to eliminate foods that I discovered I had an allergy to And then also eliminate foods that I recognized just made me feel like shit when I ate them. And then I started moving in ways that felt good, that didn't lead me to feeling overwhelmed and overworked and overextended. And I honored how my nervous system felt when I did certain things, when I was in certain places and around certain people. And the results that I started to see The hives and the breakouts went away. My skin cleared up. My allergies went away. I stopped getting nosebleeds. I felt more rested and more energized throughout the day. And and finally, the migraines disappeared. I have had only one migraine over the course of the entire past year. And I can link that migraine to something I had eaten that contained something I knew was a trigger for me. I just didn't realize it was in there until it was too late. And the other thing that happened is I dropped 50 pounds. 50. This journey was not a weight loss journey. It was a health journey, a journey of reconnecting with myself and with my body. It was a healing journey, not just physical healing, but emotional mental, energetic healing. And in healing my body and in healing my connection with myself and my relationship with myself, it's like my body and my subconscious realized it no longer needed to hold on to anything that wasn't serving me. As I healed the emotional and energetic parts of me, my body did the work of healing itself. I didn't need to push it in the way that I'd been trying to push it, to try and force it to do what I thought it needed to do. 
because I was pushing from a place of energetic disconnect. I was pushing it without actually connecting to it, without listening to it. It's like any relationship, right? You can't force someone in a relationship to do the hard work that a relationship requires sometimes in order to be healthy and to actually expect to see any sort of results if you keep yourself disconnected from them, right? If you keep yourself distanced from them, you can't expect them to honor you or take care of you or feel any sort of connection to you. And it's like that with our bodies. We can't expect our bodies to take care of us, to carry us through hard things, to support us through life if we don't listen to it, if we don't give it what it needs to be able to function in a way that can honor us. A lot of people have asked me, because it's pretty obvious when you drop 50 pounds, right? People have asked what I did to bring about that transformation. Did I go low carb? Did I do keto, intermittent fasting? Like what diet plan did I follow? Like the weight loss was the journey, but it wasn't. The weight loss was a result of the journey. I didn't do any of those things. I just started reconnecting to my body and listening to my body and giving it what it needed. It didn't happen overnight. My body was a little bit confused at first through the initial transition of eliminating so many things right in the beginning. But once I settled into it, once I started figuring things out here and there, kind of little by little, I just started trusting my body to tell me what it needed in the form of actual real food. I stopped counting calories. I stopped trying to count macros. I stopped all of it. And I started incorporating gentle movement outside. Instead of going hard at the gym, I just started walking. And in the beginning, I didn't even walk that fast. I just started walking outside once a day. And I started being gentle with myself instead of trying to push myself so hard all the time. I tapped into where I went energetically when I was in certain environments. And if I recognized something didn't feel good to me, I avoided those environments. I started paying attention to how my body felt around certain people. And again, if it didn't feel nurturing to me, I avoided being around those people. The more I started trusting my intuition and trusting my body to tell me what it needed, the better I started feeling. And I even started sleeping better and waking up in the morning without an alarm. As I started trusting my body to tell me when it was tired and when it wanted to sleep, I started waking up well-rested without an alarm. So while the weight loss is the most noticeable result from this journey, from the outside looking in, it was never a weight loss journey. I'd spent so many years looking at the weight as the root of the problem, though, thinking that the weight was the thing I needed to fix. But the weight was just a symptom. It was a symptom of disconnect, of not listening to my body and what it needed, of not honoring everything my body was doing to just keep me alive until it reached a point where it started to feel like it might not even be able to do that for much longer. And it seemed 
Cognitively, it seemed counterintuitive to go from all the intense cardio and the intense weightlifting and the strict regimented calorie counting, macro counting, focused diet plan to just eating what my body felt like eating and moving in ways that my body felt like moving in, which was so much softer, so much more gentle, so much less goal-focused, and so much more feeling-focused. But that was precisely what my body needed. And you know what? Sometimes my body feels like eating a bowl of ice cream topped with Reese's peanut butter cups and learning to let myself not just eat that, but enjoy it without feeling guilty about it. Because this life, this journey that we're on, it's not about depriving yourself of the things that bring you joy, of the things that make you happy, of the things that make you feel good. It's exactly the opposite. It's about tapping into yourself, connecting with yourself, and recognizing the things that do feel good, and allowing yourself to lean into those things, to do more of those things, to spend time around those people, and to treat yourself every single day in a way that honors you, that honors your body, and that honors the things that make you happy. But the key in all of this is that you can't even recognize the things that make you happy and the things that make you feel good and the things that honor you if you're disconnected from yourself. So the journey has to start with healing. You have to start healing that relationship and that connection that you have with yourself in order to even be able to recognize the things that honor you and the things that bring you joy. That's where it all begins. Let's go. Thanks for tuning in to Realign With Your Purpose. My intention is that the messages I share here in this podcast help you experience a mindset shift as well as actual transformation and growth. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with a friend so they can experience the growth and transformation that you found in these messages. Or take a screenshot and share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so I can personally thank you for spreading the message and encouraging everyone to believe in themselves and their dreams. And it would mean the world to me if you would take 30 seconds and give the podcast a five-star rating wherever you listen. And if you can, write a little review. These ratings and reviews are everything to podcasters. And they help me to be able to continue to show up week after week with messages like the one I shared today and to do so at no cost to my listeners. And as a thank you for writing out a review, if you write out a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, screenshot that review and send it to my DMs. I'll send you a free gift. And if anything I talked about today really spoke to you, Send me a DM about that too, because I would love the opportunity to have a conversation with you. 
As always, it's been an honor to share this time with you today. And until next time, you got this.